0: Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Yesterday, and I want to first say one of the things that about metta, uh, and I've been teaching metta retreats for, for some time, is that uh, it's a very what I call customizable practice. Whatever works for you is um, is skillful. There's lots of different ways to do it, um, and what I'll offer is a more a traditional way. But keeping in mind that if uh, if something, if you want to experiment in um in any way, variation from what I share or use uh, what Heather was sharing, um, it's absolutely uh, fine and encouraged and suggested. <clears throat> now I was first learning um, about meta loving kindness. Um, I was um, taught that if one of three things are happening that this is skillful. Uh, In the traditional practice, uh, we uh, use phrases to just uh, program the mind and the heart, to just plant intentions that evoke a feeling of open-heartedness, which I'll share in a a few moments. Uh, Another Thing that might be going on that can help evoke that feeling of connection is um, having an image. Um, so yesterday, when when Heather was offering different words that evoked uh, open-heartedness, like peace or kindness or whatever, there is a, a and as, as she shared with me, um, there might be a, a memory or of a time where you could feel that, that quality. And if you can have an image in the mind or in, in the heart, it connects you in a very different way than just cerebral thought. And the third aspect is the feeling itself. If a feeling is generated or evoked, um, that you can simply just rest in the feeling Without saying anything extra. So that's something to keep in mind that any time, perhaps as you're sitting, uh, if you're, whether or not we're doing a, a period of, of metta, if there's a feeling of kindness or love or connection or compassion that comes, to just rest in that feeling is a re- very skillful um, use of mindfulness. There's mindfulness of a heart connection feeling. Um, Metta is a feeling of um, it's a a well-wishing of heart. There's a generosity of heart where you're simply wishing well for yourself or another um, and the opposite, I don't know if she mentioned this yesterday, but the shouldn't say the opposite. The near enemy, what's called the near enemy. Did she talk about near enemy yesterday? I, each of the, the heart practices, <clears throat> like the names on the buildings, uh, Metta, Karuna, uh, Mudita, Upeka, uh, loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. Each of those has a near enemy that looks like the more wholesome feeling, but is very different. And the near enemy of metta, of this well-wishing, this generosity, is attachment. It looks like love. We talk about the pain of love. All the romance novels and movies and songs and things like that talk about the pain of love but really true love is not painful that is the the love that is meta-based is not painful it's just when it's colored with an agenda or wanting that it can be easily it can turn into pain and they are get they can be mixed it looks like for a moment, oh, this is so beautiful, so wholesome, and then there's, oh, but don't leave me, don't disappoint me. Um, so you want to, as you're doing this, be generating the as best you can the feeling of open-heartedness without an agenda. <clears throat> and uh, another thing to keep in mind when we do this um, is that even the intention to generate wholesome, qualities um, can paradoxically bring up the things that get in the way of that did she talk about it as a purification at all so it's very common there you are may may I be happy may I be loving may I be um, you know filled with kindness and you're just feeling really nasty inside, or cold, or there's a part of you that's saying, "Yeah, right, get off it." You know, and you might remember things that you've done. The first time I did a, a loving kindness retreat, I, I all the awful things that I did in my in my life came up one after another. What is going on here? It's not uncommon that that happens. And not to think, oh, I'm such an unloving person. I'm, uh, you're just allowing for purification. And if you can hold whatever comes up, if that happens, not that it necessarily would happen, but if it happens or if you're not feeling particularly loving or open, if you can hold that with a kind awareness, that's the next level of metta practice or with that compassion that we talked about yesterday, to just hold whatever is here in that space of kindness and and loving presence. Okay? Uh, I'll offer some phrases and I'll go at a particular pace that works for me, Um, but if you want to do it in this more uh, more common way, Find a pace when I'll be quiet after a while and just, or if you're doing it on your own, find a pace that really works for you, which for in some times might be a little bit faster. And sometimes it might be a lot slower and just really settling in on the feeling. And as I said, if you do have the feeling generated, you can let go of all the words and just rest in that that feeling of well-wishing. Okay, so with that in mind, uh, find a posture you can be reasonably still and comfortable, if possible. <clears throat> it's harder to generate warm, loving feelings if your body is is hurting. And begin by um, letting your attention rest in the heart center. That place that we think of that can be touched by others and by life or touches others. Some people find it can be helpful to actually physically uh, touch the heart. Just see if, if you'd like, you can try that for a while or through the whole period and invite that area to soften. Don't force it. Don't try hard. Just an invitation <clears throat> to let yourself be touched by, by life. And you might <clears throat> breathe right through your heart center Breathe in, if you can envision, um, we're in a field of goodwill here. And if you breathe in from this field, just that energy of goodwill right through your heart and right into your whole being, let it connect and awaken the goodness inside you as well. And as you breathe out, imagine surrounding yourself with that benevolence and extending it outward, radiating it outward. And as I'm inviting these images If they don't work for you, no problem at all. Don't force it, just an invitation and experiment. You're just tuning into the energy of goodwill that we're all sharing here together. And then as I mentioned last night, it's um, typical that we start with ourselves, as if we can get in touch with that kindness towards ourselves, then we can uh, generate in that much more powerful a way to everyone outside of ourselves. So to do that, you might for a moment reflect on the wholesomeness of your being here, there's something in you that really wants to grow and wake up and open your heart. Connect with that for a moment. The goodness inside of you that would bring you here and support you in doing this this practice. you might reflect on any other aspects of your life that connect you with the wholesomeness and the goodness inside, your kindness or your caring, your sincerity, And if it helps maybe that exercise that i we did in the talk last night, uh just imagining yourself through someone else's eyes, through a good friend's eyes, and see what they see, and then, with that reflection, wish yourself well. There's a part inside of you that is always rooting for your well-being. And it governs most everything that you do, even if it sometimes is misguided. You want to be happy and to just give that to yourself. And now I'll say some phrases, the traditional ones may I be safe from inner and outer harm. And with that thought, you might think of a time or a place that you feel very safe and protected. If you can have an image and recall that place or that feeling, may I be safe. Let yourself feel what that's like if it's available. Next phrase, may I be happy and content. Whatever words connect with you, may I have happiness and contentment. And again, think of a time where you are happy, maybe playing with your dog or um, being out in, in nature, and have an image of, of that to remind yourself what that feels like. May I be happy, content. Just wish that for yourself. Third phrase, may I be healthy and strong to whatever extent possible for this body. May I be healthy and strong. And recall a a time where you're feeling very vital and alive. And wish that for yourself. And the last phrase, May I have ease of well-being. And what that means is a just an uncomplicated heart able to take care of yourself happily and living with ease. And you might recall a time where things were were or, or are really uncomplicated and there's a, an inner peace inside. And as you recall that, let yourself remember in your body what that feels like. Ease of well-being. Now we'll say the phrases once again. Each time you say it, it's like you're planting that intention. Even if you aren't feeling it in the moment, it's a powerful seed that you plant. May this happen. You might use the words like a blessing, just showering yourself with that intention. May I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be happy, content May I be healthy and strong to whatever extent possible. May I have ease of well-being. And then you can use shortened versions of these same thoughts, may I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. as Heather suggested yesterday sometimes just saying the word is enough to evoke safe contentment Live with ease. And you can also experiment with words or phrases that more resonate for you. One alternative that some people like is, may I love and accept myself just as I am. or in whatever way, even without words, just a general feeling of kindness towards yourself. Letting yourself feel it and appreciate it. Enjoy it. So now I'll be quiet for a little while and you can experiment with whatever way works for you, either using those words safe and happy and healthy and with ease or or with or without the words, just sending yourself some good thoughts. Whatever your experience, hold it with a a kind awareness. And I want to also uh, introduce an alternative to sending loving-kindness to yourself Uh, for some people that's um, challenging. And another uh, alternative to generate that feeling of goodwill uh, we can spend a few minutes on is um, sending it to a benefactor, someone that you feel... Gratitude for. And so you might bring to mind somebody who has enriched your life in some way. Could be a mentor or a teacher or friend or it could be even your pet if, if they're a benefactor for you. And uh, it can be easier to wish them well sometimes. Than just having them, bring them to mind. Just somebody who inspires you or who's really supported you and wish them well in the same way. May you be safe from harm. May you be truly happy might envision them in that way. May you be healthy and strong May you have ease of well-being. May you feel my gratitude for you. And for the remainder of the period, you can either continue doing loving kindness towards yourself or towards this other um, benefactor, or if you want to just come back to the mindfulness practice, that's fine too. Um, Just let it be held in a spirit of kindness. You're doing the meta that way as well I wanted to um end the period uh just a, a bit early to see if there's <coughs> any questions about the meta practice or anything that might have come up from that. I think it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is kind of amazing how we can just program our hearts. You know, you plop in that thought and the channel at times can just be open. It's fun, isn't it? I mean, isn't it amazing that we're just wired up, that we see somebody and they open our hearts? It's just when the attachment comes in, it gets complicated, but, but it's beautiful that we can feel that way. And this is, the metta practice, you know, this is the, the, the theme of the retreat is connecting mind and heart. This is, this is one place you can see how connected and how supportive they could be just by, by thinking a thought. Uh, the, the opening line of the Dhammapada, one translation says, we are what we think with our thoughts we make the world. And we can create anything. We do create anything. And if we don't train the mind or the heart, often the thoughts create scary things or unpleasant things or um, disturbing things. But we can train our minds to open our hearts too. Oh. May I be kind. May I be generous. Here it is. So this is where we really connect the mind and the heart. And the the mind can affect the heart and the heart, obviously, as we know, can affect the mind too. So it's good to take care of both ends as they'll affect each other. Is there what? Is it okay to share my own meta kind of how I've been using it? Sure. Um, well, I just noticed like all the aversions, right, that that we have in, in life that just open. Um and so I whenever like I sort of conjure a negative image of someone, I've been training myself to just immediately do a meta um, on them um, and putting material Like, I like oh you caught yourself and cool and forgiveness of it but also like if I was judging that person I'd try to flip it to like mm. you know, the thing I was judging to to sort of like, turn it into like a thing. Mm. and how has that been? It's, it really shifts the energy quickly from me mm-hmm. back to where I wanted to be in the case of um peace and, and just you know business. Mm. Anybody not here? Um, so, uh, this is, this is really making the practice your own and just having that intention. I was just talking to somebody today, uh, somebody who, um, we were talking about how sometimes people can be uh, annoying just, even though they're basically good people, they can have habits that can annoy us. And, uh, and I was saying, oh, I make it like a little game inside to see if I can, if I can keep my heart open, just kind of like what you're doing, and and just really, if you if you are sending out goodwill, then the the person on the receiving end can feel that energy, and is so much more likely to uh, to tune into it and feel relaxed and at ease around you. Just the same way, if you're sending out negativity, they can feel the vibes, and that is stimulated in them too. So you have a huge impact on the people around you. It's a lovely practice. Just the, the one thing in doing something like that, don't make it a pass-fail test because sometimes the other stuff comes up. I want to be kind to them and I feel like wringing their neck. You know, Oh, what a rotten person I am. No, just hold the whole thing with with kindness and love. But that sounds really skillful. Okay, and one last thing. Um, what do you find it difficult to wish yourself good things? Uh, if you find it difficult to wish yourself good things, yeah, you're, first of all, you're not alone in that. Uh, and it's important to see that this is an area that really needs attention. And, uh, and that's when you might do the benefactor uh, or somebody who would wish you maybe seeing through their eyes like we did last night. Um, it's so common that we're the last ones who give ourselves that, uh, those warm feelings. But as I said in, in the meditation, I just want you to reflect on this. There is something in you that wishes for your happiness even though it's misguided. Anybody here that doesn't want to be happy? And if you are saying, yeah, I like being grumpy, that's just your way of being happy. (laughs) Whatever turns you on. But everything you do, you're doing either because you think, oh, this will make me feel better or this will make me feel less bad. So it's really accessing a place inside of you that really w- wishes you well, even though there might be conditioning that says, "No, I don't deserve this," or "I, I, I, I can't do this," or whatever. Um, so you're going, uh, you're just planting the seed. And even if you wish you could wish yourself well, that's a start. Mm-hmm. Just be right there. Oh, I wish I could. Wish myself well. Oh, it means there's a part of you that really does want that. And so you want to be very patient and kind and hold it all with that, that spirit. Okay, we have to go. There's some groups that are meeting Heather in the council house and me in room five. Enjoy your walking period uh, and uh, we'll come back for another sitting.